0: And then
1: go live. Permission error. Oh boy. Of course. Oh, yeah, I need to. Sorry about that. I need to log in as Sri Sangha, I guess. No. Hmm. <laughs> Why is there always problems with uh, Facebook? Okay, one more minute. I need to figure out this thing. Hmm, gonna mute for a second. Okay, so I'm having a bit of a problem. I'm supposed to uh, share this uh, class on Facebook and it won't allow me to share to the Sri Chaitanya Sangha page because it only gives me my timeline as an option. So if anybody knows um, the way out of this. Otherwise I'll try to what? Share it on YouTube? I don't know. Um, please tell me in the chat if there is um something that I can do. It only says share on your timeline. Govinda, ya le diera acceso.
0: Arival, ¿me escuchás? ¿Se llama Zonda? Bacta, ¿me escuchás? Ah, eh no, no, paso al inglés y no me escucha él. Eh, no tengo acceso todavía. Me dice que la función el ar y al anfitrión que le otorgue permiso para grabar. No, no me lo dio.
1: Let's see. Um I was supposed to have muted everybody, but um Apparently, you're not. If, if somebody can unmute themselves and tell me why I can't upload this to Facebook, because it doesn't give me the option of sharing it to the uh, Sri Chaitanya Sangha page, we could probably move on at that point, Please. So, um, let's see, Krishna Chaitanya Das, would you know, uh, Krishna Chaitanya Das gave a, a lecture, would you know why um, I can't upload to the Facebook, to, to Sri Chaitanya Sangha page? Kemana. Close that yeah. and start again. Not not the Zoom, me? just the Facebook sharing. Uh, Sorry about the mess. It's always a, a problem.
0: Can you help Facebook sharing? I think so. What well, what is the problem? My wife is better. So here's go, Paul. Can you hear us? Maybe you
1: need to. So I'm gonna out. try again.
0: Okay.
1: Live on Facebook.
0: You, you have to have your Facebook page already logged in in the background.
1: Nandini, are you talking to me? Yeah. So I can't hear you. Are you unmuted?
0: Let's see. Let's put it on here. There we I go. can hear. Her. Is that better? Oh man, now he's gone.
1: Well, maybe I can unmute you.
0: No, what? we can't hear you at all now. Shamasundar, hmm. did you do English and mute original audio? You have to do that too when you're the host, even. Back. I wonder if you can hear.
1: Uh-huh. I can't. Okay, I got it. Finally. Okay, sorry about them. Let me
0: just... Now we can't hear him at all. Okay, what's my name? Shama Sundar. Shama Sundar, when we, when we um, check English and mute original audio, we can't hear you anymore. I think you have to also click English and mute original audio.
1: Okay, we're live on Facebook. Praise the Lord. See? It was all a <laughs> ploy so that we we could start with a prayer. <laughs> all right. Sorry about that. Um apparently I I had something unchecked and uh, anyway, we're all here now. Can everybody hear me? Fine. See me and hear me. <clears throat> Let me, I guess I won't mute anybody. Just don't talk. Okay. So I made a little presentation since I'm learning how to use um, uh, well, a certain software and so I'm going to share it with you guys. Let me see if I can do that. Um, Fortunately, to use this microphone, I don't have the mouse. So I need to use the trackpad, which is a bit of a pain. Okay, share screen. Okay, so does everybody see this of course I can't see the chat now let's see if we can start um, so yeah I'm gonna start with some prayers obviously given the, the theme and um, in the in the meantime you can write your own concept of prayer, what you think prayer is, and then we'll share notes. Of course, the whole mood is disrupted now, but uh, let me see if I can see the chat because uh, I'm a little nervous that somebody might want to communicate with me. Oops. Not that Not there.
0: Oh, gosh. Okay. Hold on a second.
1: We'll get there eventually. Never mind. Okay.
0: <laughs> oh, matyana te mirandhasya, janan jana mm-hmm. Chakchurun me litam yena (coughs) tasmai shri guru ve namaha mukam karoti vachalam pangum langayate girim yat kripata maham bande shri gurum dinataranam siddhantot pala saranit yarasikam ham sam bila Audharyakhyasudhama seva kadhanam, vishram bhakti pradam, (coughs) yatya yukti vichakshanam tvagabhido, bhaisishta shaktyasada, vande ham tripurari namakayetin, shri bhakti vedantinam, vande shri krishna chaitanya, nityanandao sahoditao, Gododaye Pushpavantav, Chitrao Shandav, Tamonadav. Vandeham Sri Rama Krishna, Abhaya Charana Sakhav. Sukhadav Paramanandav, Sundarav Subalapriyav. Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama.
1: I made a short version because we already wasted 15 minutes. Okay, um, plus given the whole atmosphere was all shaky and distracted. Um, let me see if somebody wrote anything in the chat. okay so I don't know if you can see that but uh, um, oh there's more tell you what I'm gonna put it here so we're all gonna see it okay so oración es un diálogo entre el inferior con el superior so prayer is a dialogue between the inferior and the superior between the lower and the higher Gopal says she sees prayer as her internal dialogue towards or with those above, such as Guru and Krishna. Mahapriyadasi says, is the conversation that we keep with God. Okay. Um, So we got something to... Why is the screen sharing paused? Oh, boy. anyway we got something to start with um, let me just um, stop the sh- screen share and get some normality going here okay so yes actually let's start I made a little actually I'm gonna give you a little overview of uh, what oh there's more coming Um Raja Hari says that prayer means to speak with our feelings with Krishna and to uh, say words that the vaishnavs the words of the vaishnavs invoking the mood in those words anapurna says it's an offering okay so we got some elements we're going to match that with um, some definitions i got for prayer like from a western point of view just very generic broad uh, definitions of prayers and then we're going to see prayer in a vedic setting and then how the Vaishnavas uh, describe prayer. And then <clears throat> it's uh, the way I see it. We have four weeks. We're gonna do an overview over two weeks cause you know, stuff can happen. Like we already, we're already 15 minutes short. Of, of course we can go longer, but we'll see. So we'll go and over. we'll do an overview over two uh, of these meetings. The first part, I'll see how far it can go. And then maybe I'll take some questions and uh the second part i'll finish the overview and probably just do more questions and answers we'll see how it goes and then in the third time i was thinking of analyzing or if nothing else just um, uh, listing and counting and just uh, bringing our mind to all the prayers that appear in the bhagavatam and then in the fourth time we'll see the difference between prayer and meditation and in particular we'll see if the maha mantra is a prayer okay so if you do have any questions i guess today i'll um address the questions that now let me say some in another way if a question is about something that i will touch in you know the course of this overview that's going to be over two encounters then i'll just say i'll talk about this uh in the next meeting so please don't take it personally and if it's something short something that is uh, something new i hadn't thought about or whatever then i'll address it today we'll we'll just see how it goes so let me start let me try and share the screen again by sharing a portion of the screen it's a bit messed up here okay so importance and implication of prayer uh, here's the definition from the Encyclopedia Britannica. Prayer is an act of communication by humans. That's important. Uh, I mean, clearly, I mean, and pray, but we'll talk about that. By humans with the sacred or holy God, the gods, the transcendent realm, or supernatural powers. Found in all religions in all times, prayer may be a corporate or personal act, utilizing various forms of techniques prayer has been described in its sublimity as an intimate friendship a frequent conversation held alone with the beloved by saint teresa of avila a 16th century spanish mystic okay so um my thought when i read humans is that uh, it's um animals sometimes my niece once asked me how do we know that animals don't uh, pray don't have a concept of god Uh, they just don't speak our language, but, um, I was just looking at my cat the other day Uh, she was after a gecko and the gecko just, um, I don't know, ran under something and the cat was still staring in that point because, you know, cats are mostly, uh, driven by whatever moves they're triggered by what moves or they hunt with smell. They do have a, a blind spot at a certain distance from their eyes. And there i was big me looking at the whole scene and, and thinking don't you see the gecko just went that way so that kind of goes to show that uh i'm not denying intelligence or emotions uh, in in animals or like you know when you see a cat a dog there are so many cats and dog videos on the you know facebook on youtube the typical dog with a big stick that won't make it through a door. And he keeps pushing and pushing and he doesn't. And we humans look at him thinking, just turn your head. So I kind of feel like a demigod. They say that the demigods are superior, are of superior intelligence. And they look at us, our puny existence, our very quick life spans, short lifespans, and think, oh, my God, don't they get it? Don't they see it in their little three dimensional world? So it kind of stands to reason that mm, I don't think uh, dogs and cats and animals pray, but humans are the link between animality and divinity. Every human has an animal nature and a divine nature. So prayer, like somebody said, is what connects us, um, you know, uh, to the divine, just a thought that I had. So um, more definitions of prayer, (sighs) prayer is uh, usually subdivided in these four uh, categories it's really hard i gotta say to speak with an audience that i don't see and i don't get i don't get the feedback i think like i'm just talking to myself so please bear with me because it, it's a very unnerving and uh, unfamiliar um, format so anyway um i i did my prayers even before this because i knew i would screw it up so whatever happened i'm like I prayed to be an instrument and as little as I am a a, a, um, transparent medium for any divine inspiration so that I can bring some inspiration in the heart of some Vaishnav and if nothing else for my own purification so whatever comes out I hope it's the best okay so um, a prayer can be a petition you know please God make me pass the exam uh please god it could be very degrees of uh, of petition we'll see that in the future then there is intercessory prayer like you know it's a very catholic thing i i, I always had a hard time understanding how a uh, say a mother would pray not like as an attitude they were actually say a certain number of prayers for their son for their daughter for their uncle for their husband for their mother for their it's a very um christian or at least catholic thing intercessory prayer but it also means um to just pray for the benefit of someone else and we'll get into the, in, into more depth about that too then there's a praise then there is a prayer that constitutes praise like we began praise the lord when i finally managed to uh go live on facebook and it's also a thank, thanksgiving praise, like, you know, please, God, make me pass the exam. Yay, thank you, God, I passed the exam. And then there is the devotional prayer, which is the definition that most of you uh, gave, the kind of prayer that we're mostly concerned with and uh, um, adopting. So in a Vaishnava um, context, petition is uh, called prarthana we'll see all these terms later. So all these, um, prayers, like please have mercy in our songs, in our liturgy, we see a lot, diakoro, kropakoro, um, karunakoro, all these prayers literally means make mercy, make compassion. So be merciful on me. Those are all called Pratana. Praise is all those Jaya Jaya, all glories to him, all glories to that, all glories to the other. And then, um, devotion is uh characterized by obeisances namami or pranamami um any any source of any sort of word that expresses humility and prostration and, um, and that sort of attitude as far as intercessory prayer we don't have um that per se we don't have a format uh, as a matter of fact, I wanted to make a pop quiz. If you can think of uh, instances of intercessory prayer in our culture, because, um, like I said, it's not very common. But I did find some uh, instances in in our scriptures, in the Lila, in uh, in our history, and then we'll discuss that. So uh, here is some uh, um, generic thoughts that I found in. Uh, in the world wide web a um, preacher was saying interestingly jesus uh the, the the apostles asked him asked jesus can you teach us how to pray they didn't ask him can you teach us how to make miracles how to preach how to heal and that's i think when jesus gave them the our father prayer um, so it's really interesting that that's what they were focused on besides how do you say um uh despite all the things that jesus did all these miraculous things and the healing and um interestingly it says this preacher was saying he didn't ask him how do we preach because uh, you know preach brings so much m- whatever benefits m- Pratishta, wealth or whatever they were interested in praying because it is a very powerful means if uh, uh, utilized uh, correctly especially in a spiritual uh context um I gotta say that I had a little insight about this our father uh you may know how um Prabhupada used to mention it and say that um we don't ask God for the daily bread um I don't remember exactly what he says but um I also had this um concept that oh come on to pray to God for the daily bread can, can you get a little higher but then thinking about it um i realized that that prayer starts very high you know not like i remember especially in english oh our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name bam there you go starts with you know a mention of the name of god which is uh so holy and then thy kingdom come so they will uh, be done it's very much from the point of view of god and then it goes down like you know there's a whole session in the bhagavad-gita where krishna says if you can do this do that if you can do this do that if you can do this do that so i never noticed that i never analyzed the our father in you know in in depth but uh, it was very interesting to see that it starts in one way with the mood of the eighth stanza of the shri Shikshashtakam, Ashli shava padaratan pinashtumam uh, you know whatever you want to do with me you're my lord uh, type of thing not exactly but anyway just two thoughts on the our father so prayer and sin are mutually exclusive that is very interesting i saw a uh, documentary on youtube that i really looked for um uh, the other day and i could not find uh it was really interesting first of all because there were some guru coolies uh in it kind of like incognito and it was not about prayer it was about lust and love so I need to d- take a water break <clears throat> and um I-, I think it was about lust and love but the second part there were some couples being interviewed or um, going through a number of tests and um, when it came to lust and love a group of people were asked to remember some you know spicy um, episodes of their couple life because yeah with their present um, partner so they mentioned you know stuff that could could be mentioned uh, in youtube but anyway one day this thing happened and one day we had a romantic night and then whatever but they were thinking not in romantic terms they were thinking in more lusty terms and then another group was uh, asked to remember to recollect the time they fell in love how they fell in love and they were asked to somehow basically dwell on their feeling on the intensity of their feeling so after that, both groups were presented with like a catalog of uh, models, and I can't remember if it was only for men or for women. I do remember that. Uh, unfortunately, the guru kuli—I call them guru kuli—they were just young devotees, but I could see that they were they were new converts. They were they behaved. They had that attire, that you know, demeanor of uh, devoted let's call them devoted children and they were in the lusty group or you know se- <laughs> not that they were lusty but they were selected in the lusty group so they were among who were those who were asked to reminisce their lusty things but anyway the men who were just asked to um uh to recount how they fell in love when they were given this catalog of hot top models or something just uh, attractive women and they were like quickly leafing through they were just not interested because the tr- the, um, the impression of their romantic of their uh, feelings of love for their partner were still alive in their hearts so they were just not tuned in lust whereas the ones that were um recounting the uh, lusty memories with their partner they were dwelling on each Picture much more because they were like tuned in and geared up for that sort of uh, mindset. So, going back to prayer and sin, Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita says Krishna, Surja,
0: Shamo, Maya, Hoyan, Dhokar, Jaha, Krishna, uh, something, Taha, Nahi, Maya, Radhikar.
1: So, Krishna is like the sun. And uh, Maya is like a deep well wherever Krishna is Maya cannot be simple as that so that would this that is what this sentence expresses prayers and sin are mutually exclusive so think of the Muslims they pray five times a day it's called uh, Salat it is a very it's one of the pillars of of being a Muslim they have to do a few things and uh, they have to pray five times a day so it could be, mm, how would you say, you know, ritualistic prayer. Your mind can be somewhere else, and we'll talk about that aspect. But, you know, if you pray five times a day, chances are that, at least for those, I don't know, how long does it take, 20 minutes? That's um, 100 minutes that, in the very least, you're thinking about God. You're thinking about yourself in relation to God and not anything else. Um. So prayer and words of God, when prayer and words of God are combined, that is infallible. That's another a thought that I thought was very uh, profound and good. So we have the words of God. We have the scriptures and the, the saints and the example of the acharyas. So the lucky among us, they have the actual direct guidance of our living guru. So that comes down to us. When we combine those words those sound vibrations again in the third or fourth encounter we'll talk about sound vibration the nature of sound mantra meditation and prayer but when those sounds coming down get combined with our words our sounds going up that's like when you put two little flames together it makes a bigger flame so um by the way pro tip um we live in um I guess pro tip just for me, because most of you live indoors, but we have an outdoor (laughs) temple. And when it's very windy, if you kind of shred the tip of a giwick with a pin and make it like five pointed, those five points will keep the flame lit, even in the wind, because of this, you know, phenomenon I said. So there's strength in unity, you could say. So prayer is a two-way thing. That's also interesting because, you know, we were talking about, prayer going up to god and some of you were talking about prayer as a dialogue so yeah it's a two-way thing still in prayer and that's my um thought um in prayer we talk to god but then in meditation we listen and more goes on to in meditation but uh it's uh it's important to to keep that in mind because you know i see a lot of uh especially fundamentalist uh, religious people you know Guru Maharaj, our gurumaraj gives the example of the um, person praying to god for um jesus the, the weirdest things and it, because they pray to god and because they say that god talks to them but because they pray to god doesn't mean that god's response and it doesn't mean that they understand him so it's an art that gets um honed over time and with sincerity i was just seeing a video with uh russell brand oh he was hosting what is a church called what's his name michael phelps something they were praying for the gays because uh you know they were on the road to um you know hell so they were thinking of A kind of people that most people would just think there, there's nothing particular about them as somebody that they had to pray for Uh, so everybody's got their own (laughs) vision and and, and concept so prayer uh can uh, happen on many channels and uh we'll see that in in a bit i'll leave you with uh, some homework if you want to indulge me or um you know a question that i'll answer next time but we'll talk about that the quality of the prayer, meaning the one who prays and the prayer made and the result of the prayer. So moving on, um, I made this, uh, gradation of prayer Impersonally means, you know, <laughs> say you're playing basketball and you, you just cross your fingers. You're like, please, please, please. You hope for the ball to get into the basketball. You hope for the light to stay green at the, at the intersection. You're not really praying god you're not really consciously thinking oh please god let the light stay green it's just an impersonal prayer it's just um in a way um a, a way of manifesting reality which is an important aspect uh to prayer which we're not going to see this time but a prayer can just be an invocation of a certain reality i was on a plane once um going somewhere i think from los angeles to zurich and there was this uh, very talkative uh, jewish guide guy who was um, explaining that you know abracadabra it's actually a formula found in the kabbalah and he was saying that uh, abracadabra means i say and as i say it becomes abracadabra so let it be as i say which you can see, it it can be used, uh, it's used in, in magic. In Sanskrit, that is tatastu, let it be so. And in Hebrew or, or uh, in Arabic or even in English, the word is amin or amen. So let it be so. A prayer can just be an invocation of a certain um, reality. So that's the impersonal, as I say, prayer. Not that we pray to Brahman, it's just a please, you know.
0: Uh, Stay green light. Then
1: a higher source, uh, uh, kind of like um, expression of prayer, would be um, to nature. So you see uh, how the wind, oops, what am I doing? Um, You can see how the wind is bigger than you, Uh, the ocean and, and, and the fire, all these elements have more power than you. So a wiser person would have deference to it and you know there's a lot of animism still nowadays in some of uh, uh, very various civilizations on the planet then uh, prayer to the ancestors is a little higher because uh, it's not a phenomenon the wind the fire the sun although the sun can also be personified in the very least you're praying to a person with whom you had um uh, reciprocation. At some point, you may know your ancestors; you may not know them, but they're people that um, represent, like you know, in many uh, African tribes, uh, or in general, there is this sense that nowadays probably people don't spend a lot of time with their grandparents, but um, in in small villages, in more rural or, or tribal realities, children will learn a lot from this old person who knew life he or she had lived a whole life so there's a certain wisdom that gets handed down generation uh, to generation so that's what instills a certain reverence to ancestors but you know that can also go very bad it can also become quite uh tamasic i remember my sister uh, she's not particularly religious but her mother died when she was um, i don't know 11 and she had this uh, thing that I think is uh, quite common among Catholics to pray to the dead. And I forgot what, what she was talking about. I think she was praying for her daughter, my niece, to, to stay pregnant because she was having problems with her pregnancy. And she was like, and I said, mom, please. And I have been a, a devotee for some time. I was like, how does someone dying all of a sudden make them? of any spiritual relevance or importance it's so bizarre but it, it is there uh, then we go finally to the kind of prayer that is um, addressing god so god for material gain which is the petition right that we talked about at the beginning it could be for protection so protection could be for danger imminent danger say the airplane is having is going through some turbulence and they, that's when you remember God like the Bhagavad Gita says uh, Arto etc etc um, the distressed come to me or it could be kind of like preemptive please God and it could be something like please God um, protect me from temptation protect me from Maya type of thing or uh, it could be for material gains such as uh, success uh, let me pass the exam like i said let me do this let this happen basically we treat god as our provider and this is also the kind of prayer that's done to the demigods and um in sanskrit this is called Vyasti. if it's um, for uh an individual uh an individual's benefit um or if it's inter- intercessory prayer like um you know please god um, make my daughter pass her exam or something and then we'll see the other kind um then we can pray to god for someone else's benefit like i said in successory prayer uh, that's called samasti, samasti. and uh, in sanskrit terms in vedic terms it's not much i pray to god for my son's um you know well-being it's more like let there be peace like you know glory in heaven and peace on earth to good-willed man I'm really not expert in Christian terms let alone in English because I I never learned them in English but anyway there is that sense um, then there is the kind of God a prayer to God there's a little yet a little higher when we praise God or we thank him but for the gain that we asked but at least it's uh, it expresses gratitude. Like Guru Maharaj says, uh, gratitude is a step zero in uh, in prayer, like in the very, in, not in prayer, in bhakti. In the very least, your bhakti should be expressed for gratitude for what is already coming to you before you even engage in any service, before you even understand the importance of service. Gratitude is step zero. So not even step one, but, you know, thanking God is good. Um, there's another prayer to God out of contrition. Contrition means, oh, I was so bad, so I wrote Jagayan Madhai. Or think of uh, Kaviraj Goswami, I am worse than a worm in stool. I was just remembering this morning, he's probably still there in the Harmonist. There was um, a user, somebody who used to comment a lot, and his uh, username was worm in stool. Because he thought, well, it sounds like a Vaishnava name, makes me humble, and it's what I want to think of me as. It's a good meditation, but kind of made it funny. All the re- replies were like, dear worm stool," or as worm stool said, <laughs> but anyway. So, prayer out of contrition. Uh, we can pray to God for spiritual gain, so we're stepping it up a little bit more. The example I've put is uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's own words, Nadanam na na I don't want this, I don't want that, I don't want to, um, I just want to be um, uh, your servant, that kind of like um, devotional attitude. But if you think about it, it's still in the realm of I want, this is what I want. Uh, spiritual game also means praying for mercy. We were talking about Pratana, which is what that, um, Type of prayer is called uh, requesting something but for spiritual reasons please have mercy please uh, make me become a pure devotee (laughs) I used to that used to be my prayer I became a devotee at uh, so-called at uh, 17 so whenever there was a birthday cake made for me they would say make a wish make a wish So because I was such a Veda guy, first of all, I wouldn't blow on the candle because you don't spit on Agni Dev. So I would just go like this. Sorry if I deafened you. And then I would uh, to to, to turn to put out the flame. And then I would, in my mind, wish for pure devotion. Whatever happened to me in the course of time, I don't know. But that was my wish. Please make me become a pure devotee. So. um, Moving on, Um, there's prayer, which is even higher prayer to God just for praising him but that doesn't necessarily imply love the example i gave is the vishnu sahasranam vishnum krishnaum no, actually that's a request uh, there is some prayer within the vishnu sahasranam but you know for the most part it's just names of vishnu just remembering the name of the lord and uh, there is no praise there there is no um obeisances involved it's just uh, yay god you're great it could be done out of duty out of fear but it's a type of prayer at least you're not asking for anything anymore moving up the scale there is prayer to god to worship him and the example i put is the brahma-sanghita brahma-sanghita yes is a description of god but every single stanza of that section in the fifth chapter um ends with govinda madi Tamaham bhajami He is who I worship. I worship him. Who is that? Who does this? Who behaves like this? Who dresses like that? Um, But Bajami expresses a very uh, strong feeling. Bajami is a very interesting word. It means I worship. Um, It's um, Sanskrit is a polysemic um, language. A word can have many meanings, like a lot of meanings. What is very interesting i'll take a little detour because it's kind of worth it mm, the verb is about worshiping but also means to share and to reciprocate we all know that verse i was at the sunday feast one day i was in italy but after meeting my guru maharaj and uh, um his way of uh, of explaining things excuse me other an, another water break so i had been exposed to to that you know very insightful and feeling oriented and profound uh, way of explaining our siddhanta of our gurudev and i was in a sunday feast where a very famous um acharya of Eskan, um, <clears throat> was given the sunday feast talk and he was given a, a lecture on this very verse Yaya prapadyante. and he is a sanskritist he is um you may know of him or you may know him he is the one who kind of uh, took over um the uh translation of uh, the bhagavatam uh, after prabhupada's departure and I said, took over because uh, apparently Prabhupada gave that order to that service to a certain pradyumna. But anyway, it happened that way. But uh, bottom line, he knows Sanskrit. And unfortunately, he said, clearly Krishna doesn't say, uh, referring to the line, uh, clearly doesn't mean that Krishna worships them. The verse says, in the measure that people, Prabhupada, Prabhupada, is another very interesting verse it means to um, surrender and to obtain very deep implication in the in the measure that you surrender you will obtain but anyway let's not talk about that so uh, bhajami. Uh, in the measure that they surrender to me I reciprocate and uh, this Acharya was saying clearly Krishna doesn't mean I worship them but um, we all know, at least from the words of our Gurudev about um, uh, Rasa Lila, the Pancarasa, Rasa, uh, Rasa Pancadhyaya, or uh, the words of the gopis uh, when they talk to Krishna in Kurukshetra, that Krishna actually worships this devotion. You know, Prabhupada used to say, everybody, every religion's goal is God, but we worship love of God and God worships love of God right God Krishna is always absorbing thoughts of Radha he's always trying to please Radha she is the divinity uh, for Krishna and, and Radha is love of God so yes he does worship them in the measure that they surrender to him not like God worships uh you know every single devotee or uh, let alone us at our state in, in our state and at our stage but uh, I thought it was a missed opportunity to not teach that point and just say clearly Krishna doesn't worship his devotees, which is more of a, how would you call it, Vaikuntha uh, driven thing. Oh no, Krishna, we worship God, God doesn't worship us. Anyway, so um, where was I? Tamaham uh, Bhajami. Okay and then the last level i would say the highest level is a prayer to god for his will to happen so going back to the our father and the example i put is the final stanza of the um Shri uh, where chaitanya mahaprabhu says um, you may uh, crush me in your hug or kill me with your absence i'm paraphrasing but you will always remain the lord of my life so uh, there's no more me praying to you i'm praying to you for this or that it's just contemplation in a way you are what you are you do what you want and um and i accept it prabhupad when he was sick at some point um forget the instance i think that's when he gave his devotees his disciples the a prayers Or some other instance, but anyway, he instructed, his disciples asked him, how should we pray for your health? And Prabhupada said, say something like, and again, I'm paraphrasing because I, to be honest, didn't get every single quote that I needed. But he said something like, um, please, Krishna, if you so wish, keep our Gurudeva with us some longer, a little bit longer. So that is... um, a bit of a spin on the very basic prarthana type. Please, God, do this for me. It's like if you want it, and if you don't, it's fine because you know prayer comes with a certain nature that the prayer, the the one who prays, is supposed to have, or is uh, ex- how would you say is uh, auspicable that he have. Otherwise, it goes down further down to these levels uh, of prayer. So we want to be that kind of prayer, as in the one who prays. Okay. Um, Oh, my personal um, prayer, what I think is a good prayer, is please God, make me see the world with your eyes, through your eyes. Because it it really all boils down to that. Um, We just need our process, our sadhana, is all about tuning the the tuning fork of our heart to the vibration of god to, we have to tune into the frequency of uh go cool, not even Goloka of Gokul, cool, where god is uh functioning vibrating at a certain level see things the way he sees them uh, be um, concerned with what he is concerned with etc etc I'm being distracted by a little story I wanted to tell later on, but I'll say it now. Um, when I was um, a very young devotee uh, in Italy, um, I was an ISKCON devotee, and they had um, a radio station called uh, Radio Krishna Centrale, Central uh, Krishna Radio. And um, they really wanted to have their, um, what you call it, um you know where you find the, the band uh, you know the fm point in 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 the bandwidth to be 108 you know central krishna radio 108 um megahertz whatever that, that thing is called but they couldn't because it was taken by the vatican radio radio maria is called mary radio so they got 107.85 and it was so hard to stay tuned on it the devotees radio, because, um, you know, Radio Maria has got antennas that, you know, they probably have one on Mars and on the moon. Uh, I don't know how the people in Rome where the Vatican is are not fried, because they have huge antenna, you could be at the North Pole, and you'd be able to catch Radio Maria. So even at 107.85, it was really hard to see, to listen to Radio Krishna Centrale. I remember I was in, uh, I could only listen to that radio in the bathroom with the antenna on the washing machine note for Americans yes in Europe we have our washing machine in the bathroom because that's where the water pipes are Um, so the washing machine was in front of the toilet with the antenna sticking out and with me touching the radio like a living antenna and still it was very hard to stay tuned in so it was going back and forth from Hare Krishna Hare Krishna to Ave Maria Grazia plena Domino Sto'i con benedicta tu in benedictus frutus ventris tu, Jesus and it was really hard. so once my father came back from work and like at seven it was summer because it was pretty bright outside and he saw me sitting on the clo- closed toilet stretching over the radio and listening to what seems to be the rosary he <laughs> was like what are you doing there no I was trying to get into the right uh, i was trying to syntonize what is the word tune into the frequency of radio krishna centrale so we need to see the world through god's eyes and that's um what i pray for myself let me see the world through your eyes because whatever is caused for suffering whatever is so miserable in our eyes in this world is uh it's just not there it's it's um uh, I'll say more on that in, in the third encounter. Okay, so um, there's an asterisk here. Prayer for material gain and prayer for spiritual gain. So the pratana kind can also come in the form of a vow. A vow is a petition, but which implies bargain. You know, if you, um, you know, if I pass this exam, I'll... I'll go to mass every Sunday or something. There's a, a joke in India I heard. There are a lot of uh, Birla Mandir, they're called in India. There's this guy who I think he had a dream that, uh, or some sadhu told him that if you make, as long as you make Vishnu temples, you will become very prosperous or Lakshmi temples or something. So he started making temple after temple and he became a magnate. He was uh very rich, but they were all called Birla Mandir. So, Birla temple, Birla temple. So, there's a joke about him finally leaving his body and going to Vaikunta, and the the gatekeeper saying, What do you want? He's like, Well, I'm Birla. Uh, yeah, what can we do for you? Well, I'm, I'm ready for my you know, um, uh, entrance in, in Vaikunta. And they were like, oh, Sorry, you're not on the list and they said what do you mean I made so many temples so many um temples to God to Narayan to Vishnu and they were like oh no oh Birla temples oh I, they were not Vishnu Vaishnav temples they were Birla Mandir so anyway there is um that kind of um uh, prayer to the sacrifice for the boon Type of thing, the vow, and that can also be spiritual. Like I said, I put it as an asterisk with material prayer for material gain and prayer for spiritual gain. Say uh, the Ekadashi um, vow, the Chaturmasi vow, the Kartik vow. I'll chant, uh, you know, an extra round for the whole month of Kartik, because a little bit of sacrifice is going to make me, you know, even more of a devotee. What's bad about that? okay so we're probably running out of time what time is it oh yeah it's ten thirty. um well i had a 12 uh, slide presentation and this is number six we can go on um but i'll ask for questions if i can unshare this and um and see if there are questions although there
0: it is. Okay.
1: You can uh, unmute yourself or write the question in the chat. Um, everybody should be able to unmute. And if you don't have any questions, we're practically out of time but we did start 15 minutes later so i guess i'll make a little poll and ask how many of you can stay a few minutes um longer or another thing i can do actually is let's talk about the homework again no obligation but i have a few things to ask that you um you prepare for next time uh first of all that's something that's what we can close with this time we're talking about intercessory prayer so have you thought of any examples where this prayer like please God do this for this person when uh, when this applies in our culture because like I said there's no real emphasis on intercessory prayer in our um, you know practice okay meanwhile there's a question by pedro Furgeri, if it's to be pronounced in spanish what is the use of prayer if god knows what we want and what we really need (laughs) well the secret is that prayer is for the prayer is not for the prayed so yes like I said there is an expression of prayer where you ask for something to to be acquired and this uh, saint i mentioned before saint uh, teresa of avila was saying that more tears have been shed by people thanking god for receiving uh, a boon or what they wanted than they were shed by people who didn't get you know their uh, request uh, granted I don't know how she does that. It was probably speaking out of her own feeling. It just meant that, you know, God is merciful and he just grants uh, whatever we want. But going back to your question, what is the use of prayer if God knows what we want and what we really need? Well, that kind of does away with uh, free will. If God could decide for us what's good for us, why would would we be in this dimension to begin with? And how could we how could there be love basically you're just saying you know no know, god knows what we want and what we need what do we want well in our very lucky case since we're all practitioners of bhakti we want that bhakti. we want the you know fulfillment of our um well there's no fulfillment because it's a Etern we we want entrance into eternity into the lila so there's no real accomplishment but you know in 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 a bhakti sense that's what we want and that's what we need but that would be like saying here love me It, it just kills the whole nature of bhakti love takes two so um like i began prayer is for the most part to benefit he who prays I remember giving a, a series of lectures on uh, Vaishnav qualities a couple of years ago and uh, when I was talking about forgiveness I made my research and a lot of people said when you forgive someone it's not that you're forgiving him it's not like you're doing something for him or her or them you're doing it for your own heart so that you leave that burden and you can move on forgiveness is for the purification of your own heart because what's the opposite? Uh, resentment, grudge. Why would you want to carry that sentiment in your heart? Because because of something that someone did to you, whether they were right or not, uh, no matter how wrong they were. So the same is for prayer. You don't pray. God doesn't need our prayers. You don't pray for God to do something. Certainly he doesn't need to do anything for us. He doesn't need our prayers. A lot of people made the case that you know atheists or you know people who just like to argue back and forth about these things what about the Greek gods nobody's playing to uh praying to Zeus or Apollon and Poseidon where are they now they disappeared because nobody's praying to them so God is the product of uh, mankind or in other words in other words God the worshipped is a, a product of the worshiper and there's a lot that can be said about that in vaishnav terms right uh probably not now because we're at the very last um, um moments but um no i mean to go back to the greek gods they're actually archetypal forms whether you call them zeus or indra there is just one personality there fitting that bill but it's true that God is made by those who prayed to him or in other words the moment you rest your consciousness on God God becomes relevant to you that's true from quantum physics to the highest um, you know um, levels of our theology it's all about where you rest your consciousness so god exists without our prayers that's the point i was trying to make he doesn't need our prayers he suddenly certainly doesn't need to fulfill our prayers but uh, going back to the the core answer is that we pray for ourselves and we pray because like i said prayer takes two if god does for us what is good for us already and we don't want it 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 just kills love there cannot be a two-way relationship there cannot be rasa rasa means relationship it also means juice it means the juice that comes, the taste that it also means taste the taste that comes out of that relationship so if god says this is what's good for you and that's what you're going to do from now on yes there is a relationship but not a very juicy one if you uh you know if you will let me see if i can address the other questions i hope that helped um priya says when we chant the maha mantra is that a form of prayer we're also even in that case we're keeping a dialogue with Krishna is that right yes very good question like I said the fourth encounter will be all about that is the maha mantra a prayer what's the difference between meditation and prayer what are the implications of uh, one or the other so I'll, um, I'll answer and discuss all that in depth in a few weeks. And then Krishna Chaitanya says, from Chaitanya Charitamrita, may Sachinandan be situated in the innermost chambers of your heart. Intercession. Well, no, that is Pratana. We'll see this uh, next week. It's a kind of Pratana that I haven't seen in other cultures. Again, I haven't studied prayer in Christianity and Islam. But um, the example given by um Rupa Goswami. Am I saying it right? Yeah. Or maybe it's Jiva Goswami's commentary. No, it's it's the verse itself. Well, I, one of the two. The example given of Pratana is, may my mind be absorbed in you like a young man is absorbed in a young woman and a young woman and a young man. So I found that interesting. May my mind be absorbed in you. You're not really saying, please, God have me think this way is may my mind is an invocation uh but no it counts as prarthana prarthana means request it, it's not intercessory so i'll give the answer let me read the other ones mother yashoda framed for krishna's protection bingo yes when krishna goes to the pastures every day she does a whole elaborate ritual it takes forever um you might want to listen to Guru Maharaj's those who speak who understand english gurumaraj's description from the various goswami books of the whole dragged on affair that it is for mother Yeshoda to let go of krishna he's like itching to go you know run around barefoot with the cows and the calves and his friends and just nap under a tree and and just uh, do all kinds of games and mother Yashoda just not want to let him go it's like it's full of thorns it's full of animals and then she just a whole puja may narayana of uh, protect your shoulder i'm making it up may you know govinda protect your other shoulder may padmanabha actually which is what we do when we you know put on tilak may keshava protect your forehead I, i'm not sure it's the same correspondence but to say, we do the same. May Narayana protect my abdomen. May uh, Madhava protect me here, Govinda protect me here, etc., 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 cetera, So yes, that's a point of intercessory prayer. Let's see if there's more suggestions. Um, okay, Annapurna says, I had, I had heard the term in uh, Siamast. It's actually Samashti, Envyashti. Uh, Samashti and Vyashti Guru. And now you mention the prayer defined as Vyashti and Samashti. Can you put them in, um, can you talk about the relationship between these two? Uh, Well, it's uh, not something I I did remember when I heard Vyashti, I was like, ah, there's also Vyashti and Samashti Guru. I was concerned with my research and I didn't think too much about that. I can I'll try to see a relation for next time. Um, And I'll I'll see if I can put them in relation. But Vyashti means individual. Well, I guess you could explain it, I guess, easily. Yeah, Vyashti Guru is uh, your own guru. And Samashti Guru is say, you know, Prabhupada is the guru of everybody because he came to the West. He was the uh, Vyashti Guru of you know, say, our Guru Maharaj and so many other people. And the Samashti Guru, of all those people in the audience, say, those big Pandals in in New Delhi, where he would say, whatever, you're not the body, he was acting as a, a Samashti Guru. That is my first thought. Just um, analyzing the meaning of uh, Vyasti, meaning, Vyasti meaning individual and Samashti meaning um, generic. Uh, but I'll think about it and I'll see if, I, if there is another explanation okay there are no more uh, suggestions so i guess i'll close by saying that examples of intercessory prayers in our culture are yes Yashoda praying for krishna doing the whole kavacha uh shala Prabhupada's disciple praying for Prabhupada's uh well-being when it looked in a couple of times that he was going to leave them and uh pralad maharaj asking for a boon for his father rather than for himself because he was uh self you know uh he was at Marama in a way so um I had another little assignment let me think did we do them all examples of intercessor prayer. okay for next time how about you think about this question does prayer exist only in the material world or is it found in the spiritual world I guess I kind of gave it away with this example of Yeshoda. but we'll, we'll uh, start with that or if we won't start we'll touch uh, on that next time and uh, luckily next time we'll have more time i mean i kind of made up for the those 10 15 minutes because i uh, i'll be able to figure out all the recording and all that so if there is any any final question or any comment uh or anything i hope i didn't speak too fast it's been all over the place today but um let's see there's another question does prayer exist only in the material world or also in the spiritual world as well is that a real question or is a reminder uh no it cannot be a reminder because this uh will um, be cancelled right yeah this chat will not remain but um oh one thing i can do for the for the video no whatever i mean my words are enough so for next time if you want to participate think about this thought does prayer and do all kinds of prayers exist in the spiritual world as well okay so um i'm happy i could um keep it together as far as i could because like i said it's a little unnerving i'm like am i even talking to someone here but um um with that said i guess i'll see you next tuesday same time and um, hopefully same enthusiasm from both parties i'm waving to krishna chaitanya and annapurna and everybody who's showing their smiling face and govinda mohini <laughs> and bhakta premadas who translated for everybody by the way so thank him uh, by the way as far as the translation i guess everybody's leaving but um i think this Uh, chat is going to be on youtube and usually when the translation cannot keep up with my speaking fast i just go in the comments and i say it and i said whatever actually i said this actually this is and it's not to fault the translator but i do realize i speak fast and you know translator translation cannot be in real time and super accurate every single time so just so you know okay see you next week everybody thank you haribol and you're all in my prayers